This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Many heard the gospel and repented. Thousands were saved. Peter preached again in the temple after the lame man was healed. And thousands got saved, Jewish people. And then God began to go in outside of the Jews and the Gentiles would hear the gospel and repent and come to faith in Christ. What did the leaders of the, Jew, of the Jews' religion do to Peter and James and Andrew and the disciples, they martyred them. The only one we know of that wasn't a martyr was John, and he was exiled to the Isle of Patmos. And so these Jewish leaders, because they hardened themselves and they would not accept Christ, they wouldn't accept the greatest love that ever was because they thought they knew better, because they loved the way they were doing things more than they loved the truth, they rejected the invitation of the, the Lord again. He says, I've done everything. He made it possible that the Jews could come in faith. By the way, he's made it possible that you and I can come in faith. But they wouldn't come. Look what they did, verse number 5. Oh, this is so familiar. They made light of it. They made light of it. What did they do? Jesus had given these opportunities. He'd sent the, the message. He'd sent the word. He died on the cross. What did they do? They made light of it. Now let me just tell you something. The Bible, the word of God, the truth of heaven and hell, the matter of Jesus Christ, is something that should not be made light of. Let me just tell you. There's lots of people who say, I believe the Bible. There's lots of people who say, I believe in Jesus. And I'm, I'm glad. I said, but it's not something to be made light of. Because here, here's the bottom line. Jesus said of himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You know what Jesus said? If you don't put your faith and trust in him, Jesus said, if you don't put your faith and trust in me, if you don't get saved by grace through faith, you will not go to heaven. Now look, we're eternal. I don't know of anything... More important than that. Yet, I believe the Bible. I, I believe God. I believe in Jesus. I got saved when I was a kid. I think those things are wonderful. But I'll just let you know something. Jesus should be first in your life. And you should not make light of him. What's more important than the eternal destination of people? What's more important than peace with God. What's more important than the Lord Jesus Christ? And that's what Jesus was saying to these 
this group of Jewish leaders and rulers. Hey, whoa, man. The Messiah is here. You ought to repent. You ought to submit. You ought to come to him. But when they were invited, what did they do? Eh, it's okay. They made light of it. Are you making light of the Lord? What place does God's word have in your life, in your heart? Are you making light of God? What place does worship and church have in your heart, in your life, in your family? Are you making light of the Lord? What's more important? The things of the world or things of God? May we not be guilty of making light of it. I just don't want to make a lie. That doesn't mean I'm miserable. As a matter of fact, I found out the more I exalt Christ in my life, the happier I am. That doesn't mean that I have to be uh, dry and cold and some type of religious robot. No. Man, the more I fall in love with Jesus, the freer I am. And quite frankly, the more fun I have with no regrets. Man, you want to have fun? Hang out with me a while. It's fun. It's wonderful. And I'm a preacher. (laughs) Hey, it's wonderful. We do the greatest injustice to ourselves, to our families, when we make light of Christ, when we make light of God's principles, when we make light of God's desire for us to come to Him. And rest in Him. And glory in Him. And be blessed by Him. Oh, it's so sad. And Jesus is speaking to these Jewish leaders. Not saying, you bunch of... He's like, please. I love you. Don't make light of something that is so very important. They made light of it. Here's a good one. Verse number 5. They made light of it and went their ways. That's the way that we want, but often our way is the wrong way. How many of you have ever picked your way and then you thought, man, I wish I hadn't done that. They chose their ways. They chose their By the way, if you have picked your way and you regret it, confess your sin to the Lord. He forgives it. And you don't have to live in regret about that any longer because God's going to turn around your worst mistake and make it something sweet and good and right and pure and holy and wonderful. And he forgives our sin. Hallelujah. Don't live in regrets. But face today saying, you know what? I'm not doing that again. I'm not going my way. I'm going God's way. They went their way. The Bible says one to his farm. <laughs> Isn't that something? They went there, went one to his farm. He had some possession or some industry that he felt was more important than God. Folks, don't do that. If you think that you can get satisfaction out of a farm or a industry or a job or a house or a anything, you're not going to find yourself happy. A very, very, very wealthy billionaire was asked a question not long ago. 
when the lottery got up way, way high. It was way up there. Someone asked him. They asked him because he understood what it was to have billions of dollars. They said, uh, what's your advice for the person who wins the lottery? And do you think that how the, do you, and how will the lottery change their lives? And he said, well, it's real simple. He said, if they're happy before they win the lottery, they'll be happy after. He said, but if they're not before they win the lottery, they won't be happy after either. And uh, I don't know if that's exactly true, but this principle is. Look, if you're not finding your satisfaction in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not going to find satisfaction. You're always going to be wanting something else. You're always going to be wanting to have something different. You're always going to be moving from one thrill to another. When you can find peace and joy and contentment and satisfaction and what you really long for in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, Jesus said, look, these guys, they missed it when they went their own ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. He wanted another toy. Another thing, he said, but it didn't help him. He said, oh, then, verse number 6, then the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. So we've got two groups of people. They both reject Christ. The first one, look, he, he's, he's, this is the way he was. He's kind of like, look, man, you do whatever you want to with this whole church and Jesus thing. I, I, it's fine. I'm just going to go my way. I'm just going to go my way. I'm, I'm going to go take care of the farm. I've got some things I want to pick up, some merchandise. I, look, man. And the Lord says, hey, they missed it. They messed up. Then the other group of people, this guy's kind of like, hey, look, I'm cool. This other guy, he hates religion. I mean, he hates it. And he said, I don't want anything to do with that. Marriage, I don't care who this, I don't know who this king thinks he is, and I won't submit, and he's mean about it. And when the servants come, he mistreats the servants. When the servants of the, of the king comes, he mistreats them. He does them dirty. He's unkind. But God lumps these people in the same boat. He says, look, the mean ones and the non-committal ones, they both have done the same thing. They've both rejected the Savior. They both have turned and would not come at the invitation. And therefore they both have made a terrible mistake. Verse number 7, the king heard thereof. He was wroth. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then saith he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. What happened? That guy that was like, look, man, I don't want to do it. God says, hey, he's not worthy. The mean person, he's not worthy. And what we want to do, I, and I'm guilty too, I think, well, well, why aren't they worthy? Come on, give them a break. The reason they're not worthy is not because God didn't want them. The reason they're not worthy is because when God invited them God had prepared he he pulled out all the stops and he had set up the perfect 
feast and the perfect opportunity. And he made all the message crystal clear. Not only did he come once with a message, he came twice with the message. And those folks, instead of coming and submitting themselves to the Lord, repenting of their sins, what did they do? They said, no. This guy said, nah, I'm going to stay here at the farm. This guy said, no, I don't want anything to do with you. But when they rejected the Savior, the opportunity passed, and they were then no longer worthy. It's a sad place to get and a sad place to be. But that's what the Jews did. And quite frankly, that's what some people, lots of people do in this New Testament era. Nah, I don't want anything to do with that. You mean you don't want anything to do with eternal life? You don't want anything to do with peace with God? Are you serious? You don't want anything to do with being led by the Holy Spirit? You don't want anything to do with fellowship with the Creator God of the universe? You don't want a personal relationship with God? Are you kidding me? That's what we do, is it not? Eh, I'm going to go my own way. When they rejected the Savior, they were no longer worthy. They had their opportunities. but When they rejected the Savior, they were no longer worthy. So what did God do? Now, the primary emphasis of the first eight verses is the message is directed toward the Jews. There's application for us. So what did God do? This is wonderful. Jesus tells his servants, he says, Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all, as many as they found, both bad and good. (laughs) Isn't that sweet? Let me tell you something. You know that you're not too bad for Jesus to save. Hallelujah. And your life is not so bad off and you've not done so many things so terrible that God won't forgive you and give you a new chance and a new start and a new opportunity. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, it's in the heart of God to send his servants after the bad ones. Hallelujah. I love that. It's wonderful. By the way, if you're here today and you're saved, you're a child of God, it should be in your heart. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.